podcast episode 61 it's oh, 61. snap god we hit 60 didn't even say nothing just totally like, didn't we, even realize we're horrible like we don't pay attention to like numbers at all like milestone but i think that's probably better so like yeah, we just, just keep, keep going forward moving keep going mm-hmm. you know what i mean don't get don't get caught up yeah being stagnant <laughs> anyway um how are you I'm chilling. How are you? I'm good. This is Zay. That's Britt, by the way. If y'all didn't yeah. know, for our first-time listeners, uh, for our repeat <laughs> offenders, <laughs> listeners, oh. <laughs> uh, welcome back. We appreciate the love, and uh, yes. I think we got something good. Hey, we appreciate the feedback. We've been trying to, you know what I mean, narrow our focus into topics and stuff like that, and we're seeing how y'all responded to it, and uh, it's going well. Would you say, Britt? Yes, I definitely agree, and I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> what do so we, we talk about today? What we talk about? All right. What we talk about today? Today we are talking about self awareness. Who brought this topic up? Mm. Who was it? Was it me? Was it you? I think you did, but then I I brought it back. You said it a while ago, and then I was like, "Ooh, let's do that one." Yeah. Well, we're here now. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, it, because, too, like, it kind of ties into the topics we have put out over the past few episodes. And I feel like this topic is at the core of being able to better yourself because you have to identify your own BS to change for the better. <laughs> right. Why, did, yeah. like, why is it so hard to identify your own BS? Because we don't want to pay attention to that. That's not the good part. Yeah, we just shush that away. <laughs> uh-uh. But right, exactly. Um, but our emotions tie strongly into what we attract to ourselves. And as far as us talking about these different topics on bettering yourself, self awareness is definitely like probably the most important thing, or at least the the first step. I would say into implementing things um, of that nature and you know like the law of attraction and um, you have to put out into the quantum field of what you would like to receive back um, being self-aware well without you just said quantum field yo you want it (laughs) yeah we. it sounds so much i mean it is very complex but it sounds so much more complex than it really is um but Anyway, so, well, without having self-awareness, you will still emit victim energy out into the field, which will bring you more situations of not progressing. Mm -hmm. And utilizing self-awareness, you can recognize your behaviors and emotions that limit yourself. And then in turn, you can become more empathetic and connected to your higher self and those around you. And many times within the field of meditation and bettering yourself, it is normally focused on the mind. But how your body feels and responds is also just as important. Uh, You can begin practicing mindfulness and self-awareness by feeling the emotion of calm and joy. And in turn, your mind will follow suit. It is a practice and it's not that easy in the beginning (laughs) because it's just kind of strange to think like, all right, I'm just going to feel happy for no reason. Uh But it's really just that simple. And if you try to keep yourself in that state of calmness and joy, um, and there's no thinking involved, just practice feeling that emotion consistently, you will have an easier time identifying when those negative personality traits arise within yourself. And even if you react in your typical way, you need to acknowledge the behavior of how you reacted and replace it with that calm, joyous feeling. And if you do that enough times, you will retrain your brain of how to react when those particular situations arrive in the future. Isn't it crazy that, like, 
we probably experience calm and joy and are probably like content. I wouldn't say a lot of the times, but a lot more mm-hmm. than we we would recognize them. We're so quick to recognize all the negative stuff. Yeah, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. Calm and joy is just like, yeah, whatever. I think it's kind of like a relationship. <laughs> you ever talk to like your friend mm-hmm. about the relationship and it just seems like they have the worst relationship ever? Yeah. And that's because they never come to you when things are good. They're never going to talk about right. the good things. Yep. Don't want to talk about the good stuff. And some of those negative uh, response feelings that I was saying like before um, that you can acknowledge when you're in that state of calmness more easily can include um, like lashing out at others, blaming others how you, for how you feel, blaming yourself for things from the past, talking down to others and talking down to yourself. And just like you just said, like it's crazy to think that forcing yourself to feel calm and happy is like a struggle (laughs) like we tend to focus on our troubles and thinking of that leads to how we feel on the inside from those thoughts which many times is anxious and agitated which then in an energy sense brings more troubles to us it's just like a really bad cycle (laughs) but um so i saw uh, a book recommendation from this woman i follow on instagram her name is jennifer west granahan and the book is called (laughs) the book is called breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza and i got the audio book and listened to it like all of last week and pretty much that's kind of where those ideas that i was just speaking about came from and i've always known of emitting love and joy as being the most effective way in meditation but I learned um, from this book that that is the easiest way to connect to the quantum field. And the book speaks on building your self-awareness and identifying those personality traits that you have developed that hinder you, especially working on dealing with your, I mean, sorry, essentially it's um, focusing on working with dealing with your emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it speaks on making time to identify those emotions we tend to push away and working work on changing how we respond to situations where we normally act unfavorably. Uh, many times we don't see the patterns of negative emotional behavior because we push blame off of ourselves and onto things outside of us. And when working with meditation and manifesting, these negative energies end up standing in the way because they are still underlying in us emotionally. So the main goal is being able to con- to consciously react in a way that is positive for your well-being instead of impulsively acting in response to being provoked. So with all that being said. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of information. All that being said, we're going to get into the actual definition of self-awareness. <clears throat> So the definition, there's a few, of course, but the one I liked is um, self-awareness is the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions, thoughts or emotions do or don't align with your internal standards. If you are highly self-aware, you can objectively evaluate yourself, manage your emotions and align your behavior with your values and understand correctly how others perceive you. Now, it is estimated that only 10 to 15 percent are truly self-aware Damn. right i was like that's it you think you in that 10 to 15 percent range no absolutely not i mean no because i was able to identify i'm still identifying things about myself because i'm actually becoming more self-aware and focusing on it i'm identifying stuff that i still didn't even like recognize so no all right so i got a question (laughs) i'm working on it (laughs) okay when did you and i can answer this after as well but when did you like realize that this is something you need to 
dive into? When did you feel like you needed to be more self-reflective? Was there anything that happened or or anything that triggered it? Or was it always something you knew but, like, just didn't try to do the work to? Were you always working mm-hmm. towards it? I don't know how to answer that exactly. Um mm-hmm. Uh, Zay, come on. I know. You're making me think too hard right now. It's late. <laughs> I already had my thoughts sorted out. Um, because no, it's like you can think that you're self aware, but that yeah. doesn't mean that you are fully. Like, like I said, telling yourself you're a good person means nothing if you're not truly behaving that way. Mm-hmm. And like many times, we have a distorted perception of ourselves, and we have we all have pre existing beliefs that we hold about ourselves. And once you start consciously analyzing your behaviors, you will see that there are things you got wrong about yourself. Yeah. Like, you remember MTV True Life? Like, you think you know, but you, you have no idea. <laughs> exactly. So, like I was saying, like, I'm starting to recognize things like me. Like, I'm very quick to get upset, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't consider myself an angry person because I'm always laughing and making other people laugh. But recently, especially after, like, listening to that book, um, that just kind of helped me get refocused. Um, and recently I started to monitor how many times I like fly off the handle and <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so it's like, how can I say that I'm not an angry person, but multiple times a day I get, get angry. angry. Yeah. You know? So, and it's like, we don't want to claim those unfavorable personality traits as part of our personality, but part of developing your self-awareness is being able to admit to yourself of the negative traits that you have and I would say that's like the first step in bettering your awareness of yourself. Yeah, I think. I'm about to say, so let me. Oh, no, I was. Okay. I'm going to ask you now. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm about now, to answer. You need to let me ask. All right, go ahead. See, now I'm flying off the handle. Yeah, she's already mad. She <laughs> lost. I did. <laughs> that quickly. Like. <laughs> you see how quick I get her I out of sit it? There, and this is the thing, though. I could sit there and I could say that it, that was your fault. That I just did that. But in reality, no, I it's think not. That's a lot of people. A lot of people would do. I think that's you one of the I biggest problems. You know what I mean? Like, I could yeah. just say now that, yeah, like, you cut me off. But and I didn't have to respond that way. It's that's... a process, y'all. So, okay. So, Zay. Right. What has been your journey with self-awareness? <laughs> Watch. I'm going to have the illest answer in the world. Nah, not even. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was kind of asking that question um, because I think about in the past where I wasn't self-aware. And I'm kind of like, well, what the hell was I doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> what are you about to say? I'm just laughing. No, but I don't know. I feel like recently, just as I've gotten older, and I don't know what the cause of it was, I've just been wanting to know more about myself. Mm. I think we go out, we try to learn about the world. We try to learn about other people. We try to connect with people through relationships. and we never really try to connect with ourselves as much. We don't treat ourselves as a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I think my I think you should have answered that before me. Think so? <laughs> you should have asked yourself first. No, because now you're getting me to like see it from a different way of what you meant. Okay. You know what I mean? Um Yeah, like I feel like it's been like a constant thing that's always been, you know, you're always working on your self-awareness. And I feel like for me, I get tired of the same stuff replaying in my head. Don't you also get tired of like the the, the same behavior? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the same responses, the same 
issues. So that's what kind of led me recently into like, all right, I'm getting sick of thinking of the same old crap. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I want it out of my head. I want new thoughts. <laughs> I want new yeah, thoughts. Yeah, new thoughts, new experiences. Um, and two, just, I just want to be a better person. It's a nice way to sum it up. Put the bow on it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be a better person. All right. Um, so some other things in relation to exactly what is self-awareness um, is that we need to identify the patterns in the way we think about ourselves and how we perceive of what happens to us. So, you know, a lot of times the perception is just all wrong of what is really going on because we are so focused on how it's making us feel. Mm-hmm. And just finding out those triggers of, you know, when this happens, I act like this, you know, that can definitely be beneficial in helping you identify um, where you need to improve upon. Yeah. And instead of trying to avoid or on the flip side, pressure yourselves into fixing how you feel, um, we need to like observe it and stay curious about our feelings. Like it's a gradual process in building that relationship with yourself And, like, as you go through your days more aware and focused of your emotional responses, you'll start to be able to see those patterns uh, more easily being in those different situations day to day. And you will learn, um, you will begin to learn what your default responses are to things like basically like your autopilot behavior. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, like, if you if I tell you right now, like, all right, what are what are some things that you need to change about your personality and how you respond? You might not be able to really think about. Yeah, it might be like, I don't I don't nothing. I'm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking i'm the best like nothing um but as you go through your day and you're paying attention more so then like you can start to compile a list <laughs> like oh i need to I need to work on that what do you, <laughs> you know what would I mean? you say like well because there's people that will can make that list can put that list together of the things they want to change and the negative mm-hmm. things they like to change but there's also those same people are sometimes the people that would get hung up in that list and and that list will make them feel bad just on the surface how do you right i mean that's just like a whole nother thing yeah because the purpose of the list basically is to be able to remind yourself that that's something you need to work on Mm -hmm. because first step is identifying the problem Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just like i was saying like i'm always i react very quickly when i'm upset Mm -hmm. and um, without me identifying that how am i going to change it and um also just like because i do that so frequently you know what i mean like that's not really something that i need to be reminded of that i do but say for instance um i'm trying to think of something else that i may do um i do get very annoyed when um i say something and the person just didn't hear me at all (laughs) like (laughs) like it really upsets me Mm. and um but that's not something i would probably think of as as readily as me being uh quick to respond with anger or something you know what i mean like that feeling of i guess not being heard and then i would react kind of in like a maybe a passive aggressive way or you know i have to when you finally like come back to talk to me about something i might be like you know i might like start chastising yeah you know what I mean? Instead of just accepting that, hey, it was a mistake and move on. You know, it's like I have to chastise first and then say what I got to say. Yeah, now, off. that may be one. Yeah. And it's like that may be one that I need to write down to remind myself, mm. you know, when you're in that situation, don't take it so personal. Like, 
you know what I mean? It's not like the person didn't want to hear what you had to say. Mm. Maybe they were thinking about something. Maybe they were preoccupied with their own thoughts. You know, I and I do the same thing. I'm sure. Mm. You know, what I mean, like I don't always hear what everybody says to me. So it's like that's what I mean. Like in writing it down is like writing down those uh, traits yeah, or what behaviors. I, <laughs> what I was meaning, like um, people get paralyzed at that identifying state. As well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's not the point of writing it down. Like, the point of writing... It's like, it should be interactive. It's not like you're just writing it down and listing out stuff that you don't like about yourself. Mm. Um, it's more so to be able to hold it and know it when it arises so that you can work on being differently and reacting differently. Mm. Now, if you want to read the list and be like oh my god what was me then you got something else to work on like that's not even <laughs> maybe you're it, not ready for this step yeah i think it, it it goes into like the victim type of thing sometimes that's, yeah that's what i mean like and that all ties into each other though like you can't keep playing the victim being self-aware means that you're not you can't keep putting yourself in the position of everything is being done to yeah you. everything is oh happening god. yeah you want to look at what you're doing you want to be <laughs> what the, are you doing you, in this situation? yeah you want to be the change maker i think that's what everybody's mm-hmm. striving to be mm-hmm. yeah. um, they were saying that self-awareness is crucial for people that are like psychotherapists because they need to be aware of their own biases values stereotypical stereotypical beliefs and assumptions in order to appropriately serve culturally diverse clients mm. and i was like damn I saw yeah. a lot of stuff on um, just the workplace. I, I, I said, but wait, wait, I'm like, if there's only 10 to 15 percent, though, of the population <laughs> that's self-aware, <laughs> I wonder how many of these therapists right, <laughs> are truly self-aware. You know I, mean? I always wondered that, like, therapists, like, who am I talking to? Why, why am I entrusted this person with, with all this information? <laughs> What's going on in their life? Let me put you on yeah, the sofa real seriously, quick. Seriously, though, be, that, but that's real shit, like according to like to their biases and things like that you know it's hard for them not them but just in general all of us how we interact with each other to not put on our own feelings of our own experiences onto someone else mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. usually what we're drawing from experience like we're, we're drawing our ideas from what's happened to us personally right it's it gotta yep. be really hard and that's probably why it's yeah. only 10 15 percent <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have like next a few benefits of self-awareness. Um, you have some, Zay? I've been talking a lot. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're doing a great <laughs> okay. job. Um, one that I came across was perspective, uh, perspective taking. Wow. Um, it increases empathy, which can lead to improved relationships and connections with other. I copied this and it said beings. Why would they say beings? Other beings. We're human beings, Zay. We're, we're I know, beings. but I guess like. That sense to animals don't. too. Not, I'm a lot nicer to my cat now. Right? <laughs> He's a little asshole though. I know, my God, mine is so annoying too right now. Yeah, um, but yeah, just that, like you said, just gaining that perspective. What'd you say, perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, you bet. Is- I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, that's a key part of being able to do this because you have to look outside of yourself and understand everything that's going on and not just wonder why is everything happening to me you partly play a part too yeah I've, this is kind of it's related but you ever have somebody that call you out just be like why are you so mean like you did something or like uh-huh. wow yeah yeah like, and then you'd be mad like uh, because this this and this mm-hmm. 
But like, nah, I remember one time I got called out. It was a, a ex girlfriend of mine. She was just like, "You talk to your mom, kind of mean." And then yeah. I had to think about. It. I was just like, "Wow, I think I need to work on that." Right. <laughs> that just reminds me, like, um, the, like a week ago, I th- I posted this on IG. I don't know who saw this and who didn't, but my son uh, was playing the game, and I was like in the bathroom, and I literally heard him just like yell <laughs> at the top of his lungs. Mm-hmm. First of all, like an hour before, he was like, Mom, you want to hear how loud I can yell? And I'm like, no. And then so he still did it. it. <laughs> yeah, he still did it. And I was like, okay. You remember when you was a kid and you would like try to see how loud you could scream? Yeah. Like, ah! Like, he just like yelled for no reason. Yeah. It was one of those moments. Mm-hmm. So I was in the bathroom and then I heard him do that yell again. So I walked out and I was like, have you lost your mind? And he was just like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, okay. I can't even argue with that but that's like um like you know like kind of like in relation to what you were just saying yeah like you you kind of just like like, well yeah you're right yeah it's like yeah just kind of be honest yeah right (laughs) oh my god i remember Um, all right so another one i have was self-regulation so it was pretty mm -hmm. much saying that um society can put pressure on us to conform to social norms this can lead to shame if we do not meet these norms self-regulation can encourage us to adhere to the internal social standards that we set and not ones that are placed upon us so Mm. being self-aware kind of gives us the location of where we are within ourselves and where we are in relationship to all the things that are around us and we can internally set standards to abide by that might go against what societal norms is but we can feel content in doing so yeah it builds up that confidence your self-confidence and trusting yourself Mm-hmm. that leads perfectly to the next one that i had what? and it was just what high, is it? just higher self-esteem and we were talking about it oh, before uh, okay how we uh mm-hmm. we focusing on the negative and when we fall short of something it may make us feel like a failure but the opposite can be said when we succeed because we'll take full responsibility for any time we succeed but anytime we, <laughs> you know but anytime it's a failure or something <laughs> like that I'm like nope i had nothing to do with that so <laughs> <laughs> am i right though yeah true yeah, am i right but when it's when it's negative like eh. you don't want to claim that uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but um you know it helps us differentiate what is in and out of our control we understand that yeah. success is internally accomplished and when you balance one's personal responsibility towards working towards a goal through behavior and outside circumstances that may help or hinder the results right yeah true okay so the benefits that i have um in regards to practicing self-awareness is uh, your relationships will be better because you won't be as defensive in your interactions with others Mm -hmm. uh your mood will improve Uh, when we improve our awareness of the relationship between thought behavior and emotion it becomes easier for us to regulate our own feelings and moods because because you know why things are happening Mm -hmm. Um, it says clear thinking, which leads to better decision making. Poor decision making often comes from muddled thinking and strong emotional reactions. When we become more aware of our habits of thought and feeling, we can more easily distinguish between short term impulses and long term values and goals. Those short term impulses, boy. I know, oh my God. They're amazing. <laughs> Why do they feel so good? Uh, right. <laughs> It's the devil, chest. It's the devil. All right. So, um, next is more effective communication. You will be able to achieve a clearer sense of what you believe and what you really want in life. And the better we know ourselves, the easier it is to communicate assertively. And we will be, and 
and we will be able to be um honest about what we would like and be able to respect the wishes of others yes. um i guess you won't be so judgmental you know and um lastly i have as far as for benefits uh increased productivity the most common cause of procrastination and poor productivity isn't a lack of effort or commitment. It is interference from ourselves. Usually on some level of our own thoughts, emotions, or habits get in the way. Improving self-awareness can help eliminate many of these hidden obstacles to productivity. And based off of that last one, we do need to be aware of our distractions. Uh, we need to make sure that we are choosing our distractions and our distractions are not choosing us. <laughs> and Right. As part of building your self-awareness, you need to pay attention to when you're checking out. Um, our distraction needs to be planned and moderated into bite-sized chunks. We can't binge on distraction. I check out and, all the time. <laughs> um, like it's, it, But it happens so quickly. I know. <laughs> it happens so quickly. Up, it's crazy. Right. Um, like, I'm sure we all have issues with being on our phone. I'm sure that's like number one. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed this yesterday with myself. Um, I, I went to Virginia yesterday and I, I didn't get much sleep the night before. And then I left out really early. Uh, so I was attempting to take a nap because, uh, we were celebrating my sister just graduated from her program. She has a job with the government, um, like law enforcement. Um, but, uh, we were celebrating, we were having a dinner later that night and I was like really tired and I had to leave. I got to, had to leave like 545 this morning to come back. So I was like, I need to take a nap. (laughs) So as I'm laying there, I was like, I'm just gonna take a nap for an hour. I swear I picked up my phone like 15 times as I was trying to go to sleep. Like, I started yelling at myself. I was like, my sister was in the room with me. And I was like yelling at myself in disbelief. She was like, what's wrong? And I was like, yo, like, I'm ridiculous. I keep picking up my phone. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, I just I was laying there. And I'm like, oh, I should check my email. Oh, I should check IG. Oh, somebody messaged me. Uh, like, I was like, put the fucking phone down. You should see like, me re- earlier today. My phone, like, I had to go to Apple and get my phone checked out. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was freaking out. It's freaking out. <laughs> so disconnected from society. Like, what's happening? All this stuff is happening. I'm not involved. <laughs> what is this prehistoric life? Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, um, I mean, the goal with distraction isn't to necessarily, like, defeat it. Uh, we need to develop an awareness and control of our distractions. Like it is, it it is okay mm-hmm. to let yourself drift away on your phone for a while if that's what your brain needs. Like you just need like a little break, mm-hmm. but you should be aware that you're doing it and be able to rein it back in when necessary. Um, like so, essentially, the true goal here is to eliminate the compulsion of it all. Mm-hmm. But to eliminate compulsion, you must first become aware of the compulsion. Uh, So when you are engaging in an activity, even though you don't want to be engaging in it, you need to focus on why are you doing it? (laughs) And when you are checking out mentally, why is that? Uh, Like in (laughs) in meditation, like when you're Mm -hmm. practicing your breathing and stuff like that, um, Mm there will be times where you drift off and they tell you to go back to your breathing. Or mm-hmm. like your mind just starts taking you somewhere else, and you're like, okay, God, you get, what? you gotta remind yourself to just, all right, just, just get focused. But one of the going off on like a 15 minute tangent <laughs> in your head, uh, like right? all off topic. Like, what am I doing? Okay, a whole bunch of scenarios, <laughs> arguing with people, everything. Yes, thinking about some old stuff. Right. Um. But what I think was cool, somebody describing it was just like, it's okay. Just get back to your mm-hmm. breathing. Don't feel any mm-hmm. type of way about it. Like just. All right, my mind drifted, but now I'm back. I acknowledged it, yeah, and now as long it's as you gone. Come back. You yep. know, 
So I think it's kind of like I mean, the same sometimes thing. we have to acknowledge those thoughts. It's just like you said, not getting too carried away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like because as you're sitting and meditating, you're going to have thoughts come to you, and that's of course that's natural. You acknowledge those thoughts and then you let them go. It's just when you end up going down the rabbit hole of thinking about different scenarios within that thought, and the next thing you know, you know, minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes has passed, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, crap, that is not <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. But, you know, recognizing your impulses help you discover how you truly actually feel about what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we've been hiding these feelings from ourselves for years, like with these distractions and things of that nature. Because, I mean, it can be a basic distraction, like, oh, my God, I can't stay off my phone. Or it can go as deep as... A habit that you do to avoid something not pay it yeah to avoid something Mm. in your life um i saw the example somebody gave like when they use video games as a distraction of when they're not feeling when they're feeling depressed they go to video games so then the person said that they started to analyze like hey i've been playing video games a lot lately Mm -hmm. let me figure out what's going on and stop you know just getting lost into this other world within this game to avoid my own problems you know yeah everybody's looking for an escape yeah Mm -hmm. we all have our escapes you want to share yours no, I don't know. I don't either. Really. I was just we trying to get content. <laughs> okay, so trying to get content. That's hell are you asking me if you don't want to say yours? Um, I would have to think about what are my escapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The eating. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. Me too. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so there are different types of self awareness. Um, I only grabbed a few of them. They had a bunch of different categories. Mm-hmm. I know that you said you had a few. So what are the ones that you have? Well, they broke this down as two kind of two different types. They called it self-reflection, but I guess it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But um, one of them is a prob- is, is problem or solution focus where people constructively reflect on how it's best to attain their goals. And the other one is self-focused approach where individuals attempt to understand uh, their negative emotions, cognitive and uh, behavioral reactions. So one is internally and one is externally. Now, mm. the, the one that I I don't cling to, but um, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm more of a solution focus. You know, I hate I hate when somebody comes to me with a problem and just keeps harping on the problem, and there's mm-hmm. no solution. There's no solution in sight. Like I hate people <laughs> that just bring, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they just harp on what happened or, or the things like, OK, we acknowledge that now. And I think that's kind of what I was getting before. People get stuck in that stage. They get stuck on this is the problem. Let's just yeah. keep harping on the problem, on the problem, on the problem. And it's just like, all right, so what are we going to do with this information? Now, that's where my mind goes most of the time is, mm-hmm. all right, I acknowledge this is the problem. All right. So how do we fix it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think to. um <laughs> that reminds me like the other day my son was looking so sad like just just so sad oh shit and i'm like i'm like what's wrong nothing i don't know <laughs> nothing i don't know <laughs> <laughs> my baby um but i i was like i i, I was like you know because he's, he's young mm. um and i was like you need to think about it and figure it out and then, you know, he's getting irritated with me <laughs> because mm. I'm making him face these emotions. Um, and I guess I should have waited. We were in, but we were in the grocery store. I probably should have waited because the poor babe started crying in the store. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. But um, I was like, well, you're not getting on the game until you figure out what's wrong. 
That's good. I was like, so you need to think about it. So he was upset because um, he's playing basketball and he's he's shorter than his friends, so he felt inadequate, basically. Okay. So, yeah. So I was just telling him, you know, everybody has their place, and to focus on what you can bring to the team don't focus on what you cannot do mm. um he's just getting irritated you know because people reaching over him and all that type of stuff <laughs> but you know you i mean he's fine shit. yeah he's fine but i remember um being in animation class back when i first went to school and that was like one of the main things we always had to answer why something was happening why does someone feel this way is you nothing just happens mm-hmm. you can't You're just talking say about, like character know. development kind of right mm-hmm yeah, but that just remind like this just led into just how I think as far as just life and mm-hmm. you know there's always a reason for something. So if you're you're feeling a type of way, you can't say you don't know why you're feeling that way. You may not know at the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm sure if you think about it long enough, you'll be able to figure out exactly what happened that led you to feel that way. So do you think? Um, and I think me and you would I be right if I called you a naturally curious person? I think I'm right correct yeah <laughs> yes. um i think that helps that attribute of, of being curious helps a lot with topics like this because whenever mm-hmm. i was feeling i might have felt the type of way or just having emotions that i wasn't accustomed to having i instantly go into like investigative mode mm-hmm. why, why but why right you know what I mean? <laughs> why? right um yeah i think I think you should. I think you said it before too. Um, so always have a curiosity about yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Like it's like don't judge yourself too for having those emotions. You just mm-hmm. want to be able to work with it and figure out what's going on. It's gonna. It's gonna take some time. But like I was saying before, um, in regards to the information I got from that book, if you are constantly staying in a state of feeling calm and happy and, you know, joy. When those things pop up that are unfavorable and you are able to quickly replace that normal reaction you have with a feeling of feeling calm, you're going to end up eventually just feeling calm when it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's cool. Um, so the types of self-awareness that I had that I chose to speak about are private and public. So private self-awareness happens when people become aware of some aspect of themselves, but only in a private way. So, for example, um, feeling your stomach drop when you realize you locked yourself out of the house or when your heart flutters when you see someone you're attracted to. And public self-awareness emerges when people are aware of how they appear to others. So this type of self-awareness often compels people to adhere to social norms. Uh, When we are aware that we are being watched and evaluated, we often try to behave in ways that are socially acceptable and desirable. And public self-awareness can also lead to being overly self-aware and veer into what is known as self-consciousness. Self-consciousness is is what's up. <laughs> Not at all. Nah. <laughs> you become so paranoid about everything. You always think somebody's watching you. You know, that's just like your perception of how the public sees you. When you're just too aware of it, mm-hmm. it hinders you. Are you are you super self conscious? I think I mean I think we I all think I've are. Been. I did. We all are, yeah. but I guess it's when you're too much. You ever been around somebody that's too much? Have you ever mm-hmm. been too much? That you can remember? 
Um, maybe to like a friend or something, you know, like maybe talking about something about myself, but not like in general, like I'm just emitting that everywhere I go. Like, you know what I mean? Like always throwing those worries onto people. No, I've never been like that deep with it. Thank God. Um, I usually probably just keep it to myself. <laughs> right. Try to hide it. Just throw it in the back of the brain real quick. <laughs> Tackle that later. Right. <laughs> um, do you have, wait, what was that, um, what was that study you saw with the kids? Oh, uh, hold on one second. Let me get right back. We're definitely going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> Guys, I'm definitely drinking coffee right now, and it's like 9.30 at night. So, mm-hmm. so much for that sleep for tonight. <laughs> Messing up. Oh, okay. So- Not supposed to have caffeine. All right. You, you got it? Yeah, I got it. All <laughs> right. So, it's theorized that... um self-awareness develops in children as young as 18 months according to a study that was done in 1979 mm. so that's when they're able to like recognize that, yeah, that they're, that's they're me in a mirror yeah oh yeah that's always a fun moment <laughs> when the baby starts recognizing themselves mm-hmm. or that like, you see themselves in the mirror Right. And I saw too online they were saying that it was this particular part of the brain that's responsible for that Mm-hmm. But then they said that there was someone who that part of the brain was like damaged, damaged. and he he was still um he had a virus that ended up basically like eating that part of the brain. Oh, um, I don't know if it ate it. I, I maybe I'm making it sound more brutal than it was, but anyway, he didn't have that part of the brain, but he was still able to recognize himself. So that's why they were like, they don't really know. They said it was like multiple parts of the brain are responsible for this. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't see any type of conclusive evidence. I of saw what something exactly that he was on. saying, like the part of the brain that's like right behind the eyes. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. though. They said that that person didn't have that part and they were still able to recognize themselves. That's crazy. So that's why it's like, it's, I guess it's deeper than that. I think it's kind of cool if that, if that. But it's like your soul, though, right? Because your soul is inside of your body. So what if it's just like that little orb? Is responsible for my self awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Where the orb come from? You know how they say like your soul is like you. You know your soul like transfers into your body. Uh-huh. So I just think about this little like a little this little orb. orb, this little orb just floating in there. Right. <laughs> well, if it was true that like the, the behind the eyes was the place, I thought it was kind of cool that that would be the position because it's literally right behind the portals that you see the world. Well, that makes sense then, too, kind of what I was saying, because I've heard theories of they're saying that your soul kind of settles in between your eyes because that's where you're that's where you see. It's the third eye. So that's kind of where the third eye is the pineal gland. That's like kind of at the top. Um, But uh, well, not at the top. It's like right in the middle part. Um, But they're saying that your soul likes to settle right behind your eyes because that's you know where you see so that's the easiest way for you to see yeah i mean that's the easiest way for you to feel like you are in yourself so maybe we're on to something all right so um i'm gonna go into ways to um, cultivate your self-awareness okay unless you had something else to add on to that no no i don't want to move into it okay all right so 
I have a few ways that will help um, build your self-awareness, build your relationship with yourself in regards to self-awareness. All right. So the first one is take some time uh, to yourself uh, from digital distractions every day. So whether that be spending time with yourself, like reading, writing, meditating, um, you just need that time to be able to have focused thought. Um, you know what I mean? Because when we're on our phones, it's a million different things we're looking at. Yeah. So doing things at a more slow pace will help you be more mindful. And you can do it first thing in the morning or before bed at night or while the babies are napping. I mean, whatever suits you best. Um, the next one is practicing mindfulness and mindfulness is the key to self-awareness. Uh, you can practice mindfulness at any time you want, uh, through mindful listening, mindful eating, mindful walking. It's really just another word for being present in your yeah. actions, feelings, and emotions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, next one is like keeping a journal. So writing not only helps us process our thoughts, but also makes us feel connected and at peace with ourselves. So writing can also create more headspace as you let your thoughts out onto the paper. And research shows that writing down things we are grateful for, even things we are struggling with, help helps increase happiness and satisfaction. And you can also use the journal to record your inner state of mind uh, so that you can analyze it more effectively at a later time. Mm. And I saw a cool idea that said, uh, choose half a day, um, like on your day off, and play and pay close attention to your inner world. Uh, so what you are feeling, what you are saying to yourself, and make a note every hour of what you are observing. And then it says, um, after that, like read through your entries, and you'll probably be pretty shocked at what comes out. Um, and let's see, the next one I have is practice being a good listener. So listening is not the same as hearing, as we all should know. Yeah. Uh, listening is about being present and paying attention to other people's emotions, body movement, and language. It is about showing empathy and understanding without constantly evaluating or judging. So when you become a good listener, you also you will also be better at listening to your own inner voice. And this last one I have is... <laughs> right. Only because... Last, I, I don't want to cut you off because I've been told I'm a good listener. That's not me trying to toot my own horn. But like, Me too, but I'm not all the time. True. That's it. But this is exactly what we're talking about. Those qualities you throw in yourself, you're like, I'm a good listener. Then you really think about it. And it's like, do I always listen? Well, I was like, saying, intently? I don't listen to myself. I listen to everybody else's joint. I'll give feedback, anything. I, I try my best to listen very intently. But I think you do a good job at that. But when it comes to me listening to myself, Oh, I thought you were saying eh, as in bullshit. No, I was like, damn, no, I no. don't think that's bullshit, Zay. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, right, exactly. That is, no, but that's that I feel like that's a good point as well. Yeah, you'll be better at listening to yourself if you show patience mm -hmm. with other people and understanding. You may show patience and understanding with your own self because you're gonna realize that you've got some issues. Yeah. Like what is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> um all right, so the the last one I have is um gaining you gaining different perspectives. So ask for feedback. Um sometimes we can be too afraid to ask what other think others think of us. Um but we all have blind spots, so it is helpful to gain a different perspective and to see a fuller picture of ourselves. That's going to take me a little while. <laughs> you feel attacked? Mhm. Mm <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for someone to on I feel like I need to be 
in a better place with myself before I go asking other people what they honestly think about me. You know what I mean? How because many people are going to be I, honest, though? See, that that's my biggest well, thing. I, I don't know if they are, but even still, if even, even whatever their honesty is, is still going to be their perception. Uh-huh. So... If you're not in a good space already, like not, not not even say not in a good space, but just like a solid space, you know what I'm saying? Um, you may not be able to take that uh, that feedback yeah. in a good way. You know, you might you might take it too hard. And if you are more self aware and better, so know that all right, I've been working on these things because you know what I mean. They may have known you at a different time in your life. Yeah. And if you know that you're developing your self-awareness and working on those things, if they tell you at a later date, oh, you did this, 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 and that, you're like, oh, I already know. I already took care of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like that get feedback thing should come at a later. I would yeah, you say, know, you, I guess you, it depends on the person. Maybe somebody else could start with that. Not me. You don't want somebody <laughs> bringing up something that like you didn't even acknowledge, but like yeah. it's kind of true. <laughs> right. Or, I mean, even, I guess that could also be helpful, but I think that at least you should feel confident in having dealt with some of those mm. traits already or some of those personality behaviors already. Like, at least have a few in the tuck. Like, I right, yeah, achieve those few. So if they do give you a new one, you can feel confident instead of, you know, like you ain't took care of nothing yet Next. and then they throw, throw a new one on you and it's like, fuck, yeah. another thing? So much stuff to work through. God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But yeah, so like in closing, I would say monitor yourself throughout the day and notice which personality traits you would like to change. And like I said before, make a list of those qualities you would like to see uh, change. Make a list and then you can also be able to see your progression. If you keep referring back to the list and working on it, you can see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said before as well. Keeping yourself in that state of calmness and joy will help you be able to identify those unfavorable qualities you have, and there you will be able to deepen your self-awareness, and let's expand that 15%. Yeah, we gotta get up to like 20. <laughs> of those that are self-aware, like, come on, we gotta get up in there. How many, like, what's the, what's the ideal percentage, do you think, if you had to guess I, one? I would hope it would be 90, golly, like... We are on the way far end. Fifteen percent. Is it ten to fifteen? Ten to fifteen. <laughs> That's pretty pathetic. So, and I guess that that largely plays into a part because we have these preconceived ideas of ourselves that we think that we got it all together, and we actually don't. Nope. Because we want to hold on to those good qualities. We're not. We're not. You know. We're not claiming the bad stuff. It's like signs. So that's yeah. why we walk around. It's with, like signs. Oh, oh like God, the pros I and know. cons. Like everybody says, like yeah. the most amazing things about themselves, mm-hmm. and then anything different. No, that's not true. Yeah. Right. And all. But that's the thing, though. People are so so dumb with that because every sign has good and bad. So I hate that. Like they don't want to claim the bad stuff, and it's like, okay, everybody has bad stuff. Relax. Right. Jeez. Just identify it and fix it. Fix that shit. Fix that shit. all right so i guess to to coin on to what you were just saying when we're aware of our thoughts actions it's gonna reduce the chances of impulsive behavior and it's gonna enable us to create more efficient ways of interacting with the world around us this is gonna increase our self-confidence uh when we are aware of both our strengths and weaknesses without too much focus on either one or the other we can respond to our daily life, our daily life in a better way. Um, yes, 
Absolutely. Uh, Just be spread love. Spread love. Also, and you can't love others if you don't love yourself. Yeah, that sounds corny though. I got that from RuPaul. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but it's the truth. Like, how no, are you going to be is. putting out positivity and joy if you only identify your own crap? And it's just always in the back of your mind. Like, especially to like, I would say like shame and guilt and blame, like that stuff that's just really just cycling inside of you. Not even to say how you react to other people, mm-hmm. just that constant um, narrative you tell yourself. Yeah. Um, that just affects everything in your life of how you how you move, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, um let's all just try to be a little more introspective going forward and understand that when you practice introspection or self awareness constantly, you're creating a pathway for new thoughts to be present. You're kinda of dumping out old information and allowing new thoughts to come in we were talking earlier just right. just yeah. we're, we're tired Definitely. like we got to a point where and we're still still a practice but we got to a point where it's just like golly i'm just tired of thinking this mm-hmm. like, like whatever <laughs> yep. it is everybody has that everybody has something that is on yeah. their mind that's just reoccurring that they're just tired of mm-hmm. so i challenge everybody out there identify what that is and take whatever first step necessary. Hopefully you got something out of this podcast that'll help you start that journey. But let's get rid of that that one thought. And mm-hmm. then we can expand them more. Yeah. And I will also say, um, if you guys want to check out that book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, that will also help you get into that mind frame. And um, I know you can go on like Audible. They got like a little free two-week trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that- you're going to go listen to it for the low. For the free free. For the free free. Um, <laughs> go check it out. Yeah. Um, do you think that's it? Do we have to say that every time? Let's just end. I don't know. I always feel like we, we got to give them more. Do you think that's it? I mean, that's all I have. And I don't want to say that that's all I have, but I'm sorry, guys. That's all I got for now. <laughs> it, all right. So it's definitely not it because this topic is very expansive. All but these topics yeah. tie into each other. Mm-hmm. So, but okay. I do think this one should have came like first because I think. No, I mean it's alright. I know it's alright. Obviously, it has to be, but uh, <laughs> but just <laughs> I, I do feel like it's important because like I feel like everything stems from self. Yeah, definitely. Everything stems from self. So the more we can identify self, the more we can identify the things around us. Oh, mm-hmm. and before I leave, before we leave, um. I talked about a couple of episodes ago about being reactive and proactive. Understand that with self-awareness and practicing different methods to, to uh, I don't know, increase your self-awareness, you're being proactive. You're being proactive yeah. in, a, in mm-hmm. addressing whatever problems you had. So, you know, that's really helped me a lot when you did say that a few episodes ago. Really? Uh, that was the um, the forgiveness episode, oh, okay. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because you were saying that you tend to like really protect um your emotions. Or what did you say? Like how like your I'm very defensive. your well being. Yeah, what, what my energy. Just my energy. If I, I'm I'm trying to wake up in a good mood, I'm trying to end my day in a good mood. So anything that doesn't service that, mm-hmm. I just almost block it out, which can be a really yeah. really bad thing if mm-hmm. you go too far with it. Yeah, (laughs) I guess you have the balance. But yeah, you saying that and then along with being proactive and not so reactive, I'm very reactive. So that's helped me um, 
in identifying, especially with my little road rage. Like, it's just, I don't know, little things. Uh. So I was like, I noticed, like, I was at work and, like, every little time something pissed me off, I'm, like, fussing about mm-hmm. it. And it was, like, in a joking way. But at the same time, it was, like, kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, shut up. You don't got to, like, complain about every little thing somebody does. Or dwell. Because it's, like, it's funny, but my heart rate is going up. Yeah. So it's really not funny, honestly. And it's, like, I don't want to be that person. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, I don't want to be so judgmental off of every little thing somebody does. Like, that's not that's not a good way to be. So, yeah, you, you helped me with that. Because I was thinking Brit. about what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I helped Britt. <laughs> yes. Mission accomplished. Hey. <laughs> Alright, um, yeah, that's gonna be it for the day. Um, really appreciate y'all. Appreciate the listen. Hope this finds you at a good space. I hope this is information you were looking for and you just happened to stumble upon it. And yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, reach out to us. Give us more topics. We wanna keep talking yes. to y'all. Give us more topics. Let us know what you think about this one. Um, Let's say so. <laughs> we will see y'all <laughs> next week or talk to y'all next week.